噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔噔。Welcome back, welcome back to day four of the Do Better special. It's it's the big one. It's oh wow, the long one. I don't know where. I don't even know how long it is. How long? How far is it? Is it fifty-two miles? Like eighty k? Fifty-two. Yeah, I think it's at least fifty-two. What what uh, I love right, what I love about this is that after the first few days when we had like the long day and you've got the because the thing is the terrain in Sahara isn't like flat it's not like flat with like you know a few dunes and stuff like that it's pretty hilly you know you go up jebels mm. and you you know sometimes you need rope it's, it's so steep uh, and that, you know it, the terrain is really varied and different things so you think okay. Those first three days, a lot of varied terrain, a lot of difficulty, a lot yeah. of you know, um, a lot of dunes and things like that. So say now they're going to make us do fifty-two miles, which is a lot. So they're going to keep that pretty flat, aren't they? You know, fifty-two miles is a bit of a distance. They're going to keep it flat. No, no, it's almost as though it's a challenge to make it even <laughs> filled with even more terrain. Um, that's even even, even in the dark. Even in the dark. I mean, when I did, wow. when I did it, we had dunes in the dark. Now you today, you're going to have a. You're, what, what, what does that? What does that mean, though? By dunes, I mean how? How are dunes in the dark harder than other terrain in the dark? Because you can't see like um, a line of people in front of you because you're going up and down dunes. So you've got with um, the, in the dark, and you've got like sort of yeah. people stretched out in front of you. and They've got lights. Yeah. If you're going up and down dunes. You can't necessarily see people in front of you. So, and do so, people get lost? Do they just go off course? Well, yes, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, it's a it's a distinct possibility. And I think I've mentioned to you when we were talking about the kit thing. Actually, having the compass kept me on the. Yeah. And I, I've mentioned this multiple times um, previously, but they put out glow sticks to uh, on sticks at the top of the dunes when we were running yeah. through them. But um, a load of Berber kids came along and stole all the all of them, and so <laughs> we was we were, we were having a disco, weren't they? Well, exactly having a disco. But yeah, fifty-two miles today. This is the one that you re that is. This is right. This is where strategy comes in. So, do you? Because so you you get a choice. So let me sort of explain this to to the listeners. So you get a choice. You can either run the whole thing in one go, but you have to be past a certain checkpoint in a certain amount of time. Or you can run half the way, sleep overnight in um, uh, tents or out in the open um, around there. You have to sleep at a certain checkpoint or checkpoints before that. And then you're not allowed to run after a certain time. So you have to do, you have to either get in within a certain time or you make the decision to stay overnight. And so there's, there's, there's benefits and you know, disadvantages. You can go out, run the whole thing, a lot more strenuous, a lot more thingy. But the good thing is that you then the second day... The day after it, you can have completely as a rest day. Whereas the people that make the decision to run halfway, stay overnight, then have to use that second day to um, travel um, to the camp. So, so everyone camps together, do they? Uh, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, I, that's what I hadn't realised. I thought you could. You, people just happened to sleep wherever they ended up. I don't want. Well, I'm. I wasn't one hundred percent sure. Last time um, there was. There was people getting into a, I think it's like at the 30 mile mark or something. People getting mm. into the, the, whatever the checkpoint is at the, the 30 point, because that's where they have a lot more um, tents 
and uh, stuff to, to take you know, the fact that there are a lot of people still out there. So, um, yeah, so you, yeah, you so start you, later today, don't you? Well, you'll start later today. You'll start three hours later than everyone else because you'll be, uh, in, the, so, you'll so, be in the fast group. So most people will start at, at nine o'clock still. Um, I don't know the exact time, but but, but there will. Yeah. There, this is when this is when the um, the starts stop being group starts and they start being staged. So so yeah, set out three hours before. So you're going to get you're gonna get a bit of a lion. So which will be a good or bad oh. thing? I don't know because you'll still have the same amount of water as everyone else. So okay, but yeah, no, I think I I think that'd be lovely seeing everyone go. And so yeah, it'd be a lot and of running and catching people up. The other thing is that you won't have to be thinking about navigation stuff if you are quite far ahead because you're going to be, mm-hmm. you, there's going to be a train of people you're going to be following, so you don't have to think do, do too much, you know, worrying about that. And there's a distinct possibility that if you're quick enough, that you might not even end up in the dark. Yeah, because what time does it start to get dark in the Sahara? I can't remember. I can't remember, but I definitely know people who have completed it all in the light. Mm. Um, I imagine that they, they, their aim is to, that for people to finish it in the dark, they, to have that combination of being out of the day and doing yeah. running in the dark. The other good thing is, and if this, I mean, the whole thing sounds a little bit scary to uh, to people considering this, that when you get nearer to the camp, they send up this massive great laser into the sky. So wherever you are, you just head towards this laser, which <laughs> which is like some bizarre uh, Jean Michel Jarre thing that you're heading towards. <laughs> and is there music when you get there? Well, no, well, there, no, there isn't. Unfortunately, there isn't. But um, but yeah, so you you can run towards that, but. Um, but yeah, today is it's a difficult, difficult day because you, you, know, yeah. you have got your fatigue. You've got um, you've, well, you've got a fifty mile run in front of you as well, which you know a lot of people may not have ever done before who've, who've done the race. They might have, you know, have you yeah. have you done have you done a fifty miler? No, I, I've got to. I think well, I've done a forty four, forty five mile race, but it was really about forty two miles. Oh, that's fine then. Yeah. So that's ten fine. miles off still. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's that, that, that's not that's that won't be an issue. It's just um, yeah, it's just the it's the fatigue at this point. Um, it's yeah. um, it's about it. So I, when I did it, I've said that I wanted to do it within a certain amount of time, um, and I did it well within that time because I knew that you know I'd get the next day off, which was which was really important to me. Um, and actually doing that, if you know, doing that actually really sets you um, far apart in terms of your placings in the end. So yeah. if you're like a mid-pack, a mid-pack racer and you want to do really well, making sure you finish on that, that long day is really important. Um, and, and how does a pack feel by now? Is it substantially lighter? Does it feel, because you're used to it and it's lighter, or is it still feeling like a burden? No, I mean, it feels, you know, it's, it's all, it's all um, comparative, it's all relative. You, the thing is, you're still carrying big things, you're still carrying bottles of water with you, so you might be carrying a whole bottle mm-hmm. of water, you might be saying those sort of things, and those are the things that really, really weigh you down, but you're, you're starting to feel lighter, your limbs start to move a lot better as well, with the heat and everything, your body is really, has really got used to the, the, um, the temperature and the conditions, and so I don't, I, I don't ever remember any of those things being a problem, um, the the thing that's going to be a problem for most people on, on this is going to be just fatigue and you know running at night. I when I finished the long day, I I, I hallucinated like for so for, for for like the last ten miles. I hallucinated I was seeing lions. Oh wow! I was hallucinated that I saw there were spiders and chocolate bars on the floor moving about, and I just it, it was one of the things where I just didn't think it was finished. When I finished that, there's a camera at the end. There's a goddamn camera at the end, and I knew that there was a camera at the end. So you you have to remember <laughs> this as well. 
Uh, and there's a picture of me at the end of a long day looking just... I don't even remember that photo being taken. And, oh, wow. um, and I just remember that being... And I, th- I still think, you know, that was the hardest thing I ever done. I've ever done that, that day. Even, that, even up till now? I... It's difficult. It's difficult to judge it. Cause I, well, I think, yeah, I've done other races and things like that. But that single thing and that single achievement of doing that and that Dave took up at that point in, in like the running that I'd done before was just really, really important and really mm. it meant something. And it, I felt it felt incredible to do it. And to, it was like an, a, I'd probably broken through a stage in uh, my mental like barriers and stuff as, as to what you thought was possible. And so, yeah. and I think a lot of people do it once, but once people have finished the long day, that's it. You've, you've run the MDS, you know, you know that the, what's coming next is going to, it's just, it's just, it's always like a downhill stretch from there, isn't it? That's, that's it. No one's, and, no one's dropping out at this point. And are people different when they get to checkpoints of the long day? Cause when you, the shorter days are 20 milers, it is a long run for, it's, it's a, it's a training run at home. It's that kind of distance. And yeah. so you're used to just running nonstop and. I mean, my plan, hopefully, for every single checkpoint is just straight in, straight out. Yep. But on the longer day, do people suddenly start having a seat, you know, taking food out, maybe cooking yeah. something? Yeah, and- absolutely. Absolutely. It's a little bit like... The thing about the long day is that, again, you're going across like, bigger distances and stuff. And there was a, there was a part of um, one of the... Um, I've got this great photo um, of me running across. Basically, we went across this like a dried-out lake. Mm. And you're running across this dried-out lake for... It was something like eight miles or something. It was it mm. was massive, and there was a, the checkpoint was right in the middle of it, and it was just it was like one of these stunning things that you didn't see anything, and all of a sudden this checkpoint sort of like came into view, and so you were running these huge places, and then there were a lot of people sat around, and sometimes you just it was just nice to sit there and just like soak it yeah. up and just how like beautiful it it was and everything, and that's it, and you know, in, and looking around when you're doing it is so important because you, there's these incredible scenes, and then there's other times you'll be running again, still running across this lake bed. And a kid will turn up on a bike, like cycle around you three times, and you're like, where, where, <laughs> where has he come from? That was an hallucination. <laughs> no, still. it wasn't. So you're like, what, what, where has he come from? That's crazy. Like, there's, there's no one for miles. You know, some like these Berber kids will come. Do out. they take orders? No, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I know. No, so yeah, and that, that's the thing. There's there's lots of like things that happen like because you're going over a longer distance and. Um, you're out you're just exposed for a long time and yeah it's there is a lot more it's 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 i think it's a lot slower pace and stuff people are really really cautious about it i was just like you say knowing that when you get to checkpoints you just can't hang around and keep out and i was i was mm. so focused on finishing um when i wanted to finish. i think i finished it like two in the morning or something i think the whole thing you know the day i think i took like 12 or 13 hours or something like that so um, do, do people pour in all the way through the night or it's like a trickle yeah it's like this weird trickle yeah. stuff coming through the night and so you come in and then the, the camp's like deathly silent and you're amazed you know how few people are, are in camp um at that mm. point because of the, the speed at which they're coming in and so um yeah it's uh it, it's really interesting it's really interesting as you know and then of course like the next day i mean it's probably worth us covering the 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 rest day which is which will be the rest day for um for you and for the the people that have come in the night before because that day i you know when i was saying that the uh, the long day was like the hardest thing i'd done up to that point one of the best days of my life was that rest day because 
having achieved what I'd done the day before, you know, day before, the night before, yeah. I, you could just yeah. lie there, just relaxing with your feet up, and then watching like all the other competitors come in, like slowly one by one. And it was, I think it was really difficult because they're out in the sun again, where I'm sat, yeah. and, you know, and they, they again they they only get the same amount of water you get, so they're they're actually working hard, and they don't get to have a rest and everything. So, so yeah, and it, I don't know. That's when the that's when the camp when you start actually experiencing other people coming in, um, and you know. It's and you and then you got your 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 tent back together as well. Um, it's really it's really good. It's really important that those days and stuff. And so you are. Pro- I mean, like you're probably tired by then, but it's like you mentally you don't care. You just, yeah. You just yeah. You probably don't care. This is when and this is when like Doc Trotters is working overtime. They are <laughs> they are the, the amount of pus that is flowing out of that tent. And the amount oh. of iodine and stuff like that. They, I mean, like they're typically French. It's like they don't, they're not like they literally got scalpels, scissors, iodine needles going into your toenails. They'll do anything they do to make sure that you're not going to get infections and stuff like that, even if it hurts yeah. like hell. So then that's when you, you know, you were talking about like, are they like rumors and things? Then there's this is when the war stories come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, had to, they had to cut all of my toes off. And then douse it in sulfuric acid. And, <laughs> yeah, I had to cut my foot off, and now I've got to hop the rest of the way. This is when, yeah, the war stories start, and everyone's everyone's getting it. Yeah, but everyone knows everyone knows that this is the point now where it's all it's all downhill from now. And do most people who start the long day finish the long day? Would you say? Yeah, I think if you if you've dropped out, if you're going to drop out, you'll drop out before the long day. If it's mm. if the if the mental the the stress of it if you drop out of the long day, it's because there's a problem. Um, mm. There's a you're you're on a drip or, or or there's some other issue. You don't I don't think many people drop out of the long day because they've just given up halfway through. And so, so a lot of people do a lot of people walk it. Loads of I mean like the um, the cutoff times are really yeah, there's not really a cutoff time. You've got to basically walk faster than the back marker which is some slow bloke with a camel i mean like mm. most days you've got 10 hours to finish i mean you can you can easily walk you can easily walk the whole thing you've got to be real you know i mean that presents its own challenges in itself having to walk in that temperature mm. for that amount of time um, yeah and you know and you can still get really terrible blisters and, and everything like that so but there will be some people there'll be some people who are running it who are walking it by this stage it's mm. either got too much for them but um you've gone well past the uh the point at which you, you, you're not going to drop out because of a mental of you know because mentally you don't feel there now you, you you've, you've committed it to it now and you are pretty much you're you're crossing the line with everyone else. And how do people generally because running for twenty miles, running for a marathon, just on shot blocks, just on yeah. gels, is doable because it's three four hours, but you're you probably practice just having synthetic foods for that long. Yeah, the long day though. That's that's such a different beast. Do people dramatically change what they take on board? I think people. Um, I did, when I think what I ate differently, all I think I ate differently was I think I just had an like a flapjack, an extra flapjack, and I still had the shot blocks. I don't think I did mm. anything really different. I don't think again the you know it's it's how the temperature affects you. You may not feel yeah. you may not feel. Um, hungry but it, it's one of those things that when you're doing a 50 miler you really do need to monitor what you're eating because again you'll probably finish the race even if you don't uh, fuel yourself properly and stuff but again it's going to be that recovery 
that you're going to need for, yeah. for the next few days. You're all right. I mean, if you're if you're pushing through and you've got the next day, you've still got food the next day, and you're not you're not moving. So you've got a full day of recovery, full day of rest, full day off your feet. So anything that you're eating, you know, isn't being burnt off. Um, it's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's going into your body and um, and you know, it's, it's actually doing something. So you know, there is that element of rest. I think I think again, it's it's, it's personal to to each each individual you know if they take on a lot of stuff normally in a marathon there's some people who who eat more during a marathon than i would during a day i mean you know there's yeah and i I'd imagine that the, the same thing applies the different the difference is you've got to carry all of that if you can't it's very easy to say run a, if you're on a 50 miler at home you're going to have a load of aid stations that got a load of food on it's very easy to to fuel you know and do that if you if you're self-sufficient you know you've got to You've got to balance that. Do I do I go lighter and finish it quicker, or do I assume that I'm going to take a certain amount of time and take the food that I want for that? Most people, most the thing is, most people will be doing this for the first time, so they won't have got it right anyway. So it won't it won't make a difference, and there's nothing they can do about it. So they can pop into yeah. run, runners' need or uh, or anything, get it. So yeah, they they're just gonna everyone's everyone's coping, but everyone's adapting. That's the that's the thing. And if they're not, then they're stealing food off the uh, of the guy who keep, who comes in, falls asleep, and leaves his bag open. <laughs> Does that genuinely happen? I don't know, but it was worth thinking about, isn't it? <laughs> Tell me about, that's why you need to get the uh, the tent with the funny guy who's clearly brought too much. <laughs> well, should we call it a day there for the long day? Yeah, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow where it could still be the long day for well, what percentage of the field would you say? I would say like fifty percent. I think like yeah, it's not not everyone finishes it. Again, it it, it depends year and year. You don't you, you don't know. But there's there's a, like a huge percent that's that, that just sleep overnight. But I'm uh, we're, we're combining those two days. We're combining the rest day with this as well. So this one because the long day yeah, is it can be a one day or two day depending on it. So we'll be back tomorrow with the marathon day. Oh, so this is the rest day as well. We're talking about well because for well, some people, case... well some people it's going to be a rest day. Some people it's still going to be yeah. a long day. And what actually happens on the rest day then? So, say I, I wake up at nine. What's there for me to do other than just nothing? And lie you there? think, what am I going to do for the whole day? And honestly, I, I would have thought I was bored because you haven't got a book. You haven't, you know, what, what are you going to do? You haven't even got all your temp mates there. And honestly, just sitting around doing nothing all day is like, like the most blessed relief that you can have. <laughs> it, it was actually only at this point. Where I bothered to get up for the first time, um, because every time when I came in, I went straight to my straight into the tent. I yeah. um, took off um, took off my pack, put my compression pants on, made myself something to eat, and then lay down. And that was it. That's what that's like the extent. The only time I then stood up afterwards to, was to go for a wee and come back down. And I didn't do anything. That's that happened pretty much like three, four days in a row. It was only yeah. on the long day when there was on the like the rest day of the long day that I even realised that they were posting results up on a board um, towards you know it was only like a hundred meters away but I I said to myself I'm not I'm not walking a hundred meters or two hundred meters because then that means I'm gonna you know um, I might exhaust myself I'm such you know such peak <laughs> physical condition uh, and it was on that day that I decided to oh, I've got get a bit bored so I went up and had a look and saw what my placing was and I was like oh yeah. actually I'm not doing too bad uh and that's it but you just you know there's more there's more sort of like relaxing in camp um then it's good it's really good yeah joke joke time japes time 
where you start playing tricks on each other. They give you, <laughs> I think it's on this day that you get a, um, a, a can of Coke. Oh, really? Yeah. They give you a can of oh, Coke. Oh, you're just going to wind me up so when I get there. Just no, destroy I didn't. Oh, or a can of Pepsi. I'm not sure which one it was. Uh, but I, di- I didn't have it because a, a, a warm can of Pepsi, I just I didn't want it. I was like, someone else can have mine. I don't fancy that. Yeah, you're good tent, mate. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, we'll be back tomorrow then for the final day, the marathon day. It's not the final day. Oh no, of course it's, it's not, not the, the final, well, the day. final day of the race. No, it's not the final day. The is all of it's compulsory. Oh, you I thought do... but, okay. It, it doesn't count the. It's the final day that the time counts, though, isn't it? I'm not sure it is. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, the marathon's the last day in which. It counts towards your finishing position, and the charity day is just a swan song. Yeah, I can't. Anyway, tell from we, what it says. we anyway. will uh, we will read this up and then tell you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, when, we'll find uh, this out. Yeah, back that's again. it. I know you're probably right. Yeah, I, I need to check this. But um, but yeah, there we go. Sleep well. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye. <laughs>